0: Welcome to Getting to the Top in 10 Minutes. I am Scott Yurt. This week, we discuss and deconstruct the conversation that we had with I Khan, self-mastery expert. We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, Listen. The whole conversation was a rather interesting one, it spanned many different areas of mental health, but ultimately we did get a few nuggets of things that I believe are relevant across the board, whether you are in business or not, whether you're a young person or older person, whether you're a manager or employee business leader or work within a company but certain tactics we can use to help with our mental health certain telltale signs that we can look out for for people around about us and things that we can do for ourself. Um. so I thoroughly enjoyed it it was something that was a very hot topic not too long ago with uh, Mental Health Awareness Week and then almost seems to disappear. And I always get a little bit disheartened at some of these weeks eh, or days where there is a particular subject or thing that's in the press. Uh, I have wrote a couple of articles on it where all these celebrities and people have their, eh, you know, wording about it, which, by the way, helps hugely to generate awareness However, after that day or week has surpassed, you tend to find that the conversation literally drops off the edge of a cliff. And it's not the thing to be discussing anymore, which is um, rather upsetting, particularly for a subject like mental health. So what I want to do is just narrow down on a few of the the sort of points that we discussed and things that I have thought back about, about things I have done and things I know that have worked successfully for other people. Five things that I believe that if you can implement into your life, it would be fantastic if you could do it on a daily basis. But even a weekly basis, implementing these strategies can hugely, hugely help Get your mental health on the right path. If you are suffering, having a bad day or bad week because of something, it will help you get back on track. And likewise, if you see anybody round about you that is suffering, it will help you be much more aware of things to look out for and some points that you can say or suggest to them that might just help them go down a dark path as well. So we're going to talk about five things that we can do to instantly improve our mental health. Let's get to it. Anything that you focus on, you first of all have to be aware of that it is magnified. Leila described it in the podcast as uh, the ripple effect. But basically anything that you do or focus on is likely to be amplified so the negative talk or person in your life or the just the negative comments that you say or the things that you complain about just seem to grow arms and legs likewise when you're an optimistic and positive person good shit keeps happening I regularly say to myself that I'm just a damn lucky person Knowing that the more positive I am and the happier I am, when someone asks me how I'm doing in a particular day, I'm always great, I've always got things to look forward to. That doesn't mean there's not negative things or things that are causing me a bit of difficulty in my life. But what it effectively means that I choose to focus on the good, the positive, the opportunities, and I choose to just deal with the negative things, the problem things, And I deal with them and I do not, I don't embellish them, I don't elaborate on them, I just get them done with. And so that kind of attitude, first of all, was required and one that we talked about in the podcast. So that got me thinking about these different five things and I then compiled five things that I done in my life that got me to a stage where really to get me upset, negative in any capacity it needs to be a biggie. Short of maybe a bereavement of my close family, to get me feeling shitty, to get me in any sort of bad mental way, is gonna take a damn lot. So the very first thing, number one, is meditation. Now, meditation I have been doing now for many many months in fact people close to me have been doing it for many many years and had always said to me something Scott it's something you should do um, and I always felt that it was a little bit airy fairy it was too much on my feminine side and I didn't want to go there I felt there was other things I would just rather get jacked up and ready to, ready to kick off and, and get on something And I really didn't appreciate what meditation was. I also thought that, well, one, you had to learn how to do it, which is true to a certain extent, uh, but I didn't have the time to spend, you know, hours or weeks or whatever learning how to meditate. I didn't have the time for it because I assumed you had to spend 30 to 60 minutes um, to do meditation. And all of those things were incorrect. And for me, what made it easy and what then opened my mind to it, well, a couple of things really, but one specifically was the app Headspace. Now, there's a couple of other apps out there now that can make life a bit easier for you. I choose Headspace, ten minute every single morning, about six in the morning before my little ones have woke up and start, uh, you know causing noise and and starting demanding in the mornings, I get my mind right. I start off with a nice, clear mind. Different types of meditation. Um, You can do affirmations, you can do a transcendental uh, meditation, and like I say, I personally use a very simple Headspace um, app for meditation. And there is a whole host of other ones out there. They seem to be the ones that you hear about the celebrities doing and and just in certain spaces, these are the kind of ones that people do. I listen to the Headspace app, 10 minutes each day. The one I'm doing right now is the productivity one. Very similar techniques the whole way through. I tell you what, it's one that I find difficult in terms of how do, why do I meditate and how can I explain it? But to try and get it down, uh, to try and explain it to you, it just puts me in a very, I feel very balanced after I do meditation. I then feel that I'm able to make decisions much clearer, much better, much quicker. I feel able to deal with things in a much better way as well. I actually am more empathetic after I do meditation as well. What I mean by that, I've always said for a long, long time, I am not a sympathetic person. Don't come to me with your problems. I'm going back a while now until I was educated a little bit more on the difference between sympathy and empathy. But it made me much more empathetic, much more understanding to certain things. And that was all brought about by meditation. I would highly encourage you for 10 minutes each day, longer if you can manage, even throughout the day, but I like to do it first thing in the morning, is to get some nice, relaxed meditation done. It just puts me or sets me off the day in the right way. Number two is reflection. Now, this is a point where I really enjoy. I've talked about it before on Weekly Business Talk on the vlog and I um, I want to make it relevant to what Leila was talking about though. So reflection for me is each week I will look back on the on the week and look at things in my diary that I notes I have taken, the book that I am reading. i you know I've highlighted certain points and written certain things down. The things that we discussed on my weekly vlog, um which is on YouTube. And uh, the podcast, the guests and interviewing conversations that I've had, the meetings uh, that I have had with my teams, the keynotes that I've delivered. I look back in all of these different things over the space of about an hour or so, and I just highlight certain bits, things I said right. I said I was going to do. I need to make sure we do that. Or one of my staff members said, you know, maybe we should try this. And, and it was a great idea, I note that down. It then reminds me to do all of those things. So it acts as a reminder for me and accountability for me. But it also lets me look at the things that went really well. And it basically re-emphasises them to my brain so that I learn and understand them more. And the more you do something, the more easy it is to remember. And that's of what reflection does for me. But relevant, as I said to what Leila can discussed, was mainly surrounding the, well, the wins but even the small wins that you will get on a day by day basis now what that means is well mental health is a huge topic and unfortunately is normally associated to the negative aspect of your mental health and if you can and we will all by the way have wins in our day we will all have losses as well and what you choose to focus on effectively sets things out for you as i say i lose every day in some way or some you know capacity it might be my diet for example it could be a deal it could be a good staff member that's decided to go into pastures new but likewise for every one win or sorry every one loss that i get there will also be wins and i choose to focus on the wins i learn from the losses but i choose to focus on the wins even the small ones for people, I would encourage you to start celebrating. Now for people that are in the real dark space, you'll have things such as getting out of bed in the morning, making a healthy breakfast or going for a walk before you start work. If you're not a very social person and you like to keep yourself to yourself, it might be going in and saying hello to someone that you don't normally say hello to when you're going to work. It might be going to work. And not coming up with an excuse and phoning in unwell. It could be in a team meeting, getting the courage to put your hand up and raise a point. It could be any one of those things. It doesn't need to be a huge successful, you know, big business deal that you've managed to sort of secure. So celebrate the small wins because. When you focus on these things, these five things, but even these small ones, that amplifies. These are the things that become your focus. And the more good and positive things you focus on, the more successful and better things will be for you. Number three is exercise. I'll be frank, ladies and gents, this is one I'm still trying to get good at. Getting healthy as a whole. So I exercise throughout the week. Once always, maybe twice. I want to get to the point where I'm doing it three or four times. It's a good habit that I'm building and I can't do without. But for people, they will have all sorts of different activity levels. Our fitness levels will be, some will be fantastic and some won't be so good or some won't exist at all. But get some form of movement done each and every day is a good way to start the day. Now that can be a walk or it could be a heavy session in the gym, uh, heavy, you know, boot camp, HIIT training and all the rest of it, you know, something where you really get a sweat on. But whatever scale you're at, as long as you get some sort of movement, get moving around. Now, it's even better if you can do that in a team environment. Statistics show that your mental health will improve dramatically if one, you can exercise, but two, do it in a team environment. And for someone just starting out, that could be a walking group. Not only can you socialise and chat to people, but you can do something healthy as well. Number four is being conscious of your self-talk. What I'm really encouraging you to do is eliminate that negative chatter in that brain of yours. And in exchange for, say, implementing positive affirmations. You see, as I said earlier on, that the more things that you focus on, the more that actually happens for you. So, if you can implement the good, the positive things that your mind is saying, then you're going to do significantly better. As well as that, start surrounding yourself with good people. Let's be frank about it, some people are just so destroying, always complaining. I want you to get rid of those people and replace them with good people that are caring, that listen, that motivate you, that empower you to achieve your goals. Possibly they're always trying to improve in some capacity themselves. Now, this, unfortunately, could be your parents, it could be friends, it could be any other family members, work colleagues, mentors. But exchanging, let's be facing it, the shitty people, and getting some really good, positive people around you, that's going to put you on the right path. Meditation, reflection, exercise, being conscious of the self-talk, And surround yourself with good people. Let me give you one other bonus. On a serious note. If things are that bad. I would highly encourage you. To get some professional help. Speak to someone about it. Do not do. But most do. And bottle up. Mental health is a serious, serious conversation. It's not one to be taken lightly. And mental health problems is a huge, huge killer in today's society. Treat it seriously. But you can take the basic steps to actually improving. So, ideas and goals are useless without action. And podcasts that give you pieces of advice like this are also useless without action. So I encourage you to implement these five things into your week and then start to focus on the one or two that you actually enjoy and keep working at them, making them a habit. Sometimes you skip them and it makes you feel a little bit odd about actually skipping that particular one. You don't feel right for that day. That's when you know that it's a positive impact on you. Thanks again for listening. I'll speak to you again soon.